Hello and welcome into another episode on the Labumba Pastors Blog. I'm Asumba Jonathan. Today's lesson is a rebroadcast from our series from the Book of Proverbs. The title of the lesson is Harvest of Righteousness, and we're going to read several passages to begin. The first one is Proverbs chapter 12, verses 20 and 21, which says, Deceit is in the heart of those who devise evil, but those who plan peace have joy. No ill befalls the righteous. But the wicked are filled with trouble. Jesus said this about peacemakers in Matthew 5, verse 9. Blessed are the peacemakers, for they shall be called sons of God. James said this about sowing peace in James 3, verse 18. And a harvest of righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. And in the book of Romans, Paul writes this to us about making peace. In Romans 12, from verse 18 to verse 21, we're instructed this way. It says, If possible, so far as it depends on you, live peaceably with all. Beloved, never avenge yourselves, but leave it to the wrath of God. For it is written, Vengeance is mine, I will repay, says the Lord. To the contrary, if your enemy is hungry... Feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. For by so doing, you will heap burning coals on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. In today's passage in Proverbs, Solomon contrasts the results of those who plan evil versus those who seek peace. He says that no ill befalls the righteous but the wicked will be filled with trouble. Now, we know that Jesus guaranteed we would all have trouble every day. So is scripture contradicting itself? No, it's just giving us what the final outcome of righteousness is. Consider this text from Psalm 34, verse 19, which tells us, Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers him out of them all. In Proverbs 24, 16, we read, For the righteous falls seven times and rises again, but the wicked stumble in times of calamity. And in Psalm 37, verses 23 and 24, we read, The steps of a man are established by the Lord when he delights in his way. Though he fall, he shall not be cast headlong, for the Lord upholds his hand. In the end, God preserves the righteous, while the evil will be condemned. We are exhorted to be peacemakers. Peacemakers are becoming more rare. To be a peacemaker, you must humble yourself, submit at times to unfair accusation or treatment, and go to the offending person to seek reconciliation. It is more normal to find people going around telling everyone how the other person wronged them than to find a person seeking to put a matter in the past by meeting privately with the person to restore relationship. God promises that people who, who take steps to make peace will receive a harvest of four things from the passages that we have read. First, it, we're told that they will be known as children of God. They will be compared to their Heavenly Father. They will see the family resemblance between their Heavenly Father and these people. 
There are many who claim to be children of God, but it is by their own testimony only. God will affirm the reputation of peacemakers to demonstrate they belong to his family. Secondly, we will cause the end of sin in situations rather than contributing to it continuing and maybe becoming worse. When we respond kindly to a hostile word and seek peace, we cool down the spirit of the other person, involved thus terminating behavior that would have led to greater sin. This is what James means about sowing a harvest of righteousness. Third, God will avenge the wrongdoer. We don't need to worry about justice being done if we are not the ones who insist on punishment of an offender's actions. God says not to be overcome with evil, but rather we are supposed to seek to overcome evil with good. God will always be the one to mediate justice and to punish the evildoer. Fourth, we will escape from trouble. Solomon tells us we will experience joy when we seek peace. It's ironic that when we will not forgive a person, it is us that lives imprisoned to that bitterness, while the other person, after confessing their sin, can go on with joy. When we seek peace and good relationship with others, we will experience peace and joy in the way people treat us. Let's be peacemakers, friends. Spouses who have argued, don't make the other person be the first to apologize. You go and apologize. Friends that have quarreled, you be the first to say, I was wrong and I need you to forgive me. God bless you all.